How to Be Mediocre by J.D. De Palma, primarily narrated by J.K. Larkin, with assistance by Danielle Masquode, published by Red Penguin Books. Chapter 10, Introducing Jackie Ill. So, walking in my shoes turned out to be a bust, but it happens often. Nice of me to leave you with optimism, then take it away, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, Tim and I have been working on a bunch of songs every Thursday after work. We have about eight or so finished, but we're only going to do four. For an EP. In case you didn't know, EP stands for Extended Play. It's a collection of songs more than a single, with a B-side, but not enough songs to qualify as an LP or long play. A lot of artists do that these days to save money and to see how the first batch of songs performs. If they like it, more come. If not, well, you get the idea. We know it's all over and no pressure for sure are going on it. I'd really like the song I wrote for Chris, Oh Brother, to go on it, but it's up in the air. We have a lot of options to work through. Many bands make damn near up to 50 songs for an LP of about 12 songs. Artists like John Mayer, Blink-182, and Green Day all come to mind. It's better to be overprepared than to go forward and be told we don't have enough. A goal I always set out to accomplish is that every song you put on an EP should have the potential to be a single. No songs that you could skip over or say it's an album song. And I have to say, I'm pretty proud of what we have as a product. Even Tim is getting more enthusiastic than usual. So enthusiastic that he did something I damn near killed him over. I got a call from him the other day. Hey man, so I really like how this is going. Hey, dude, me too. So I've been showing a lot of people it, and I'm getting nothing but positive feedback. That's great. Yeah, I sent it to a few people I used to work with. Now, if you're not into the business aspect of songwriting, I can understand why you wouldn't get why I was enraged. To send a song out that isn't copyrighted is extremely dangerous. Anything that isn't copyrighted runs the risk of being stolen and not having proper legal backing to say, uh, I own this. This is mine. So for Tim to be so careless was to me blatantly d distrustful. And I let him know it too. Are you fucking crazy? You know none of these are copyrighted and there are one of two people on your roster I've heard use one or two of my riffs, Tim. I can't believe you'd do that. But he was all cool about it. Don't worry! None of them would fuck up with my productions or steal from us. In fact, they asked if you'd have the time to sit down with Jackie Ill and help her write the hook for her new song. I still think she has the dumbest name. She's offering to pay you. Tell her she's got a deal. I'm a sound whore. What can I say? The only hang-up I have is... Jackie Ill is a 21-year-old girl who's becoming something of a local legend. She's featured on all these artists' songs and is really starting to blow up and has all this sex appeal. And as a 26-year-old man, I have no idea what it's like to be a pretty 21-year-old girl. So I go to the prettiest 21-year-old girl I know. I call Angie up and ask her to send me a few of her lyrics. And boy, that wasn't an easy fight. And I really need to see a few examples. I have no idea what it's like to be this girl. Her response was, Because I do? 
And I have no idea how to sound like a 21-year-old girl with boy problems. I don't know if I can relate to her or write in her style. Thank God she's the brains between the two of us because she lays it out for me. She doesn't need another song that sounds like her. If she's coming to you, she wants to sound like you. So just let her talk about her life for a little bit and make what you can make of it. If she likes it, she'll take it. And I'm sure she will. She wouldn't be paying you money if she wasn't. God, I love this woman. So, Jackie comes to Tim's studio in a limo. Mind you. She lives four blocks away. Fucking divas. <laughs> she comes out of the car with a security guard and a Maltese and a crop top, miniskirt, and sunglasses. Keep in mind, it's raining. I have no idea what a lot of artists like this are thinking, but then again, maybe that's why I'm still here. But this is a recording session, not the VMAs. I go to sessions in the plainest and most comfortable clothing I can find. Hell, I'll go in sweatpants and a hoodie if I can still sing. I'm not out to impress anyone with anything but talent. She doesn't walk in at first. She has the security guards circumnavigate the perimeter of the studio. All three rooms, making sure there isn't anyone conspicuous. Fucking ludicrous. Then she walks in, soaked, but acts like she meant for it to happen. Which one of you is Doug? She says to the two of us, fully aware of who Tim is. That'll be me, dear. I say through my teeth, full of frustration. I like that one song you do with the guitar. I want to have a lyrics like that. Keep in mind, she's putting a Latino accent on, and this girl is whiter than Dub Soap. I lost it after that. That's right. Two sentences are all it took. Okay, listen. I know you want me to write a song for you, but I am not going to put up with this horseshit image. I don't know you, but I can see right through this crap, and I know this is not who you are. Maybe your self-esteem is shit, and you're trying a new image because you're terrified of showing your real one, but you must be a real asshole to suppress the real you. No way are you getting one of my songs. She bursts out crying, and shows who she really is. Someone exactly like me. Fine. I'm sorry I wasted your time. I really liked your song, and it sounded like something I've always wanted to do, but never had what it takes. I'll leave. Goodbye. Tim looks at me as she runs out the door and goes, fuck was that? Are you trying to be an extra special asshole? Go get her outside or you and I are done. So I haul ass after her. Dear, please stop. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Uh, I'm shouting this as I chase her the four blocks back to her mother's house. She goes to her house and slams the door. I knock to be greeted by what I can only describe as a brick wall with limbs, an earring, and a really pissed-off expression that speaks with an Italian accent. What'd you do to my Jacqueline? Sir, I apologize. She was speaking weird and I lost my cool. I'm here to say I'm sorry and hope that she'll come back and get some work done. She's not going anywhere with you now. Get off my property!
I go for broke with this guy. Sir, she was acting in a way that didn't sound like who she was at all. I don't know her, but I know when someone is doing something that they don't want to do. If she doesn't want to come back, fine, but at least let me tell her I'm sorry. She calls from inside the house. Daddy, it's okay, you can let him in. He gives me that same weird stare Ange's dad gave me at their house over dinner. I walk in, and she's in the living room with tears running down her face. Hi, Jackie Ill. I'm sorry if I was a... Don't call me Jackie Ill. That's not my name. You don't like your own stage name? She gets real as hell with me. My... Manager picked it out. I'm not even a hip-hop fan. The only way he'd manage me is if I changed everything about myself and went under this title and image. It's not what I want to do at all. Well, what do you want to do? She has me sit on the couch. I want to be the next Stevie Nicks. I want to play music like Fleetwood Mac, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan. <laughs> Stuff with a message that matters. To be there for other people like they were there for me. But they told me maybe when this hip-hop phase wears out, I can do what I want. But until then, it's all about going with the trend. That's why I loved It's All Over. I told my manager you were the writer of that song about bouncing asses off the wall, so... Maybe you can write a folk song that was good, so he changed his mind and let me do my own thing. I take a big breath and exhale. Jackie, let's go write your new song. I've already got a theme and a verse in mind. She gets excited and gives me a big hug. I couldn't have been more wrong about her as a person. We get back to Tim's, and we get to work. Turns out she's been at war with herself and her own image ever since she started trying to make it as a singer. Like many pop and hip-hop artists, her label and management want them to be what's trendy, to have sex appeal, and to make songs played in clubs that people drink shots to. After she says the words, at war, it came to me. I play this very Neil Young acoustic riff with the harmonica and sing. starts tearing up and runs into the booth to sing it. We have to remind her we need to lay down all the instruments first. But it is so nice to see someone be herself after such a long time being someone else. She's damn near squealing, she was so excited to have it her way. We go on to write the whole song, but my favorite part is... Don't live too fast 
Tim sends it off to her manager, and it is almost like he ordered a salmon and got a steak. He is so irate, he called Tim in a fervor. Tim tells them they already spent their money on it, so they might as well put it out. Scenarios like this usually call for a lawsuit big enough to make a grown man cry, but everyone at the label loves it so much they don't have the heart. It technically is their property. So they make it a little faster, add sampled drum beats instead of Tom's outstanding playing, and take out the bridge of our harmonies and made her do a rap verse over it. It sounds more like Over and Over by Tim McGraw and Neely. I hate this business. This has been How to Be Mediocre by J.D. De Palma, primarily narrated by J.K. Larkin with assistance by Danielle Masquode, published by Red Penguin Books.